and Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Unstuckers. We're back. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for your hot, piping, freshly baked episode from the Unstuck Institute. How to get unstuck, part three. So if that's a surprise to you, you may want to go back and check out parts one, when we talked about surrounding yourself with good people, and part two, when we talked about breaking your goals down into actionable baby steps every single day. But this week, we're talking about visualizing your goals, right, Chell? but also writing them down. It's very important that you write them down. So the reason it's important to write them down is because when they're written down, they're going to be more clear to organize and in your head. I've heard a ton of different methods, the way people like to do this. I like to use MindMeister. It's It's a website and it like helps you break things down visually. I've heard people say they like sticky notes because they can just put them all over their wall and they can like move them and just like write one word at a time on them. That's not my jam because I feel like it's a waste of a lot of paper. I have a friend um, who does the sticky note thing and he does it for tasks around the house, like like a honeydew list. So he'll be like, okay, we got to fix the door. I got to shut down the swamp cooler. I got to like do all these things. And uh, for those of you where it's humid, a swamp cooler is like uh, air conditioning, but not. Anyway. (laughs) Definitely not at all. (laughs) It's colder air. That's the point. (laughs) But it doesn't work in humidity. That's why you've never heard of it. Anyway. So he likes to put on tasks like fix the door, turn on the furnace, all this stuff on this wall and that way he can like he can like go okay i got like an hour to do some stuff around the house which i do he looks at this wall and he picks things out and he puts them higher on the wall (laughs) that's what i'm gonna do today and then once they're done he just takes them off and throws them away and that's how he likes to do it interesting yeah for me like with laundry like i'll leave like the laundry door open because we have like those like sliding fold doors so like if i have to fold laundry or if like something needs to be changed from the washer to the dryer like i'll leave the door ajar or i'll like leave a spray bottle on the floor if I have to go clean the bathroom. So I use tangible things, not wasting trees to do tasks around the house. But that also translates to business, right? So visualizing your goals, writing them down, maybe that's an action to-do list. I know we said in a couple of different episodes that like your to-do list shouldn't be 50 things deep because then it gets super overwhelming and then it doesn't become actionable and you just look at your to-do list. You're like, oh my God, I don't have time for any of this. But statistically proven, you're actually 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. So write them down. Just don't make it super overwhelming for yourself. So I don't know about this mind master thing. I'll have to look into it. I use, uh, I've been using Trello lately. It's a website that I've just recently discovered to make, you make different boards for different things. That's really helped me keep organized with all my goals and things. Uh, so I'm somewhere between using Trello and, uh, as I said in a previous episode, I'm a spreadsheet geek, so I have some spreadsheets lying around depending on and what business or side project or whatever that is. But what I think is the most important thing is to be able to look back at your goals and remind yourself because a lot of people, this, this is why writing it down is so important, right? No matter how you do it, how you stay organized, it's super important because I can't tell you how many times 
in my life, I have made goals and within two months forgotten what those were and to even work on them versus, like I said previously, I had a a spreadsheet for how I was going to start my own business and transition from day job to working for myself and having at least quarterly a spreadsheet to look at and go, did I accomplish that this quarter or not? And what am I supposed to be doing this next quarter? Am I on track for quitting my day job soon or not? You know, that really helped. And I think especially for a two-year process, that really is key to being able to stay on track and stay focused. I think now we're kind of nearing the end of the year. It's cool to say, remember when you wanted what you currently have. So think in the beginning of the year, like what your goals were, maybe for yourself, for your business earlier this year, right? That wasn't that long ago, 11, 12 months ago. And to look back now, like what have you achieved? What's changed? And really focusing on all the positives that have happened because I'm sure really cool things have happened. So really taking the time to like sit down with it, reflect, but then also looking forward into the future because we are almost done with the year, right? So perfect time for vision boards. I mean, you can literally do them all year long, but I feel like the new year is just kind of a good time to do that. So now maybe that you have like a month before the new year, start thinking about what you want for the next year and what that looks like. You don't necessarily have to make a vision board, but remember writing things down and visualizing it makes it that much more achievable. I have a friend who likes to, uh, so like we're saying, she writes, she writes uh, everything in a, in a paper calendar. So she likes to waste paper just to, to piss you off, chill. She likes the tangibleness of it, but she, I know she does this, I think at least yearly, she'll go back and look at everything that happened in the last year to remind herself of all the cool things that happened as she's planning her goals for the next year, which I think is super smart because a lot of people uh, just make goals for the new year and they don't look back and think like you're saying, like, what have I accomplished this year? And like, cause that's going to influence you and motivate you to do things with your, with your next year that you might not otherwise think about. Definitely. Cause I don't remember what the hell I did in April, but <laughs> you know, but if I can look back at it and go, yeah, and that's when that cool thing happened. I'm going to do that again. Recently, I had a conversation. I can't remember who with, but I was looking back and like thinking about all of the really unique opportunities that I've had, like working for other people in the last, I don't know, five or six years, or even looking back further, like seven or eight years and realizing, wow, I'm 27, but I've had all of these really unique opportunities that most people probably don't have not just at this stage in life, but even maybe 10, 15 years down the road. So it's kind of cool to look back, see how you've developed, how you've grown, what skills you've gotten maybe from other jobs or other learning experiences that you've had that one, make you super unique, but also have led to where you are now. For example, after my dietetic internship to become a dietitian, I was kind of thrown into a position where I was recording videos for a community-based program, but I also, because of their budget, had to be the one to do all the food shopping for these culinary demos, record on my own, edit, and then produce. So that was super overwhelming, and I didn't think I had the skill set for it. At that same time, or I guess after that, I had the opportunity to write curriculum for courses. I was like 22, 23, maybe again, I had never done that. And I actually had a naysayer say, what makes you qualified to do that? 
it was an older gentleman who was giving me business advice. There you go. Don't listen to people who drag you down. That's a perfect example. But I had the opportunity to learn on the job, which I feel like as millennials, we do fairly well to some extent. But now looking back, those two positions heavily influenced where I am right now and what I'm doing with my business. So I think take the opportunities that kind of take you outside of your comfort zone and they can be really helpful in the future. So early in your career or even late in your career, just say yes to something that scares the crap out of you. If it doesn't scare the crap out of you, you're not doing it right. <laughs> totally. I try to try to remind myself of that often. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So that was maybe a little bit kind of on a tangent to visualize your goals because I didn't know what my goals were then, but think outside the box and make them really big and really scary because who knows your tiny little baby steps, your little actionable steps and the people you surround yourself with can really help you create and actually manifest those goals. That was a really nice way to wrap up three episodes of stuff, but I have more to say. <laughs> Another way it just popped into my mind is, so we're talking a lot about reminding yourself is key. So don't just write it down and throw it in the closet because that's not really helpful either. So one like little hack I have for um, reminding yourself is I think, Chell, you've mentioned before, like some people will put their goals as like the background to their their desktop background or whatever on their either their computer or their phone or whatever. And um, I have also changed my passwords to my goals because you log in every day. So why not make it something that reminds you what you want to achieve or what you want to be or et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to give those away on the air. But yeah, for a little while there, I was, um, as as Chell very well knows because she helped me out with this, I was trying to get mold out of my gut, long story. And it resulted in a very limited diet for three months. And I literally changed my password to one of my computers that I logged into every day to mold free and some other characters, but it was basically mold free. And that just reminded me like why I'm doing this to myself. <laughs> That's also kind of like a mantra. So whether it's your password, your background, you telling yourself something in the mirror every morning, or like when you walk through a doorway or sit in your car, right? I think having that mantra and reminding yourself of something positive every day can also be helpful in taking action on your goals. So maybe it's not necessarily a visualization, but the repetitive action of it can be, can be helpful as well. So that's a wrap on episode 15. We'll be back next week. Be sure to check out our website and show notes at www.unstuck.institute. What do you do when you get stuck? Tell us your unstuck stories, tips, tricks, hacks on Instagram at tag us at unstuck.institute and use the hashtag unstuck yourself. So we're not really a brand new podcast, but we're still going to ask for it. Please review us in iTunes. So for instructions on how to do that, go to our website, unstuck.institute. Uh, we'll be back next week when we'll be talking to Jeff Anderson about how to start a nonprofit. Make your life a masterpiece. Imagine no limitations on what you can be, have, or do. Brian Tracy.